Xbox, record this as a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. If you'd like to find out more, head to xboxrecordthis.com. Oh, hello. <clears throat> oh, hello. Daddy D. Wally here, and welcome to Xbox. Record this episode 51. Uh, I have to take my time before I introduce my uh, assistant to the co-host here. An important set piece here. I have to give a huge shout out. Can you see it now, gentlemen? Oh, right. Good old Gambit. Oh, up. Gambit. The yep. adds up. Yep. 1990s cartoon and comics. The best version of the Gambit. The best yep. version of Gambit right here. Shout out to Miso Pony. He found this still new in box at a random thrift store, one of his amazing thrift store finds. So I have to. How much do you think he paid for it? Oh, probably like $2. Some, I don't know, something oh, stupid like that's that. That's a collector's item, dude, thousand. straight yeah. up. Dude, it's it's amazing. I've always wanted that, so shout out to Miso Pony. He'll never listen to this, but maybe I'll clip that. Joining me, as always, are the assistant to the co-hosts, number one, Chipotle Bear. Chipotle Bear, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Uh, last night was our school prom, and I had to do after prom, so I did not get home till very late. That's why I wasn't on Xbox last night, but... Uh, Got back from our trip this week, which we'll talk about later, and it's a busy week because of prom and wish week and all that jazz, so I'm super pumped here to talk about games. There's some cool stuff in the news, and uh, we are officially one month out from graduation for me, so it's a, it's a busy time, but also a very exciting wow. time, so I'm a good man. How are you doing? Uh, I've been sick, you guys. I went out, made it out to Pennsylvania, caught the sickness that all of my family had last week, horrible sinus infection, just constant constant boogers and not like a runny nose just i always having to blow my nose and nasty mucous membranes coming out and it was it's been not good but i haven't felt bad uh and well one of the days i had to call it call it early after we had a meeting a presentation but uh i've been feeling a lot better today but my voice may sound a little off and joining us as always the assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Bubble Boy and Seven. Welcome back. Wait, I have to say this right now. Go listen to episode 50 or I'm firing you. <laughs> Welcome yeah, back. Do, do, you don't even understand what kind of week, two weeks it's been. Um, I. It's funny you mentioned prom, Jose. Guess where, I just learned this like two days ago. Guess where Gateway's prom is at. If you had one guess, and, and Daniel, you might not be able to guess this, but Chapo Bear should just, just the... I God, I don't even want to put it. I can't. Ah, the if I gave you Hilton this, at the Denver Tech Center that we had our junior yeah, no. your gymnasium. I'll give you one hint, and Jose will get it right. The, no, the Fillmore. Um, Infinite Synergy. Oh, God, what was that venue called? I can't remember the name of the venue, but I don't know what it was called. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right? I do know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I can't think. What's about? it name? I can't think of the name. I can't think of the name right now. I don't know what it's called. Something Manor. Yeah, is where Vic's first marriage uh, occurred. Mm. Yeah, it was a very nice venue first for the record. Yeah, I know. I was looking at pictures. I was like, "Why does that?" Isn't look it in up? like oh. Westminster? Yeah, that's yeah. far from you guys, dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I'm not going. Central's <laughs> somewhere in Parker. I know that. Um, anything else, my boy? You just wanted to bring up prom location for Gateway, or <laughs> I don't. 
I, I don't remember what else is happening in my life. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's jump right into the show. Actually, yep, we're jumping right into it. Guys, we're starting out with some shout-outs because we've got so many XRT popping off again as usual. And guys... <laughs> I love it. I got to give a huge XRT welcome. And I'm, I'm going to see if you guys can recall to, do you guys remember who was QB1 our senior year at Green Mountain High School? One Aaron, Aaron Beard? Burns. Shout Beard. out Aaron Burns. to Aaron Beard. Beard, Green Mountain QB1. I ran into him today at Costco. He was nice. selling these fancy things thousand dollar grills with like wi-fi connections and all kinds of stuff i guess he's a big big mr uh, big shot over there at this grill company and of course i don't remember anything because of course as good of a friend as abu is you know he just talked straight up you know the good old days with me and we just caught up a bunch of stuff didn't even try to sell me this ridiculous grill that he knew i was never gonna buy <laughs> um and he wanted me to tell you guys hello and what's up and he uh, hopes oh, you all awesome. well. looking shot, good man, i love that boy yeah, he looking good, looking great. He looked like he bulked up a little bit, looking just fantastic. Maybe matching D Daddy Diwali's physique in the uh, wow. 37th. Well, wow. I'm being generous, AB, if you're listening. Uh, no, wow. but it was really Did good to see. Did you tell him about the show? Yes, I told him about the show and told yeah. him uh, he was really interested. He wanted me to shout out to Ray, too, and I have to remember to tell him um, that I ran into him. And he, also, he still hangs out with Ben DeVault, so shout out to Wow. I can remember playing beer pong with water at Aaron Beard's house with Ray and Ben DeVault one time. Oh, wow. we were just, you guys were, we were just like, you were just, yeah, you're good yeah. kids. A classy bunch. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I <laughs> thought you had AB on there. So Chase ran into Antonio Bowling oh. um, two weeks ago at their daycare. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was the first time they'd ran into each other Picking there the and they'd both been sending their kids since for like three years straight. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, I haven't seen bowling in forever. So yeah, small out. world, yeah. man. Antonio yeah. as well. A couple of ballers. So yeah, because it was funny because Aaron saw Tony. He's like, "Do you talk to any guys from high school still?" And then I was like, "Well, I think I just talked to these." And then pretty sure he's like, "Yeah, these two jack wagons over here on my and then, podcast." Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, what about what about Ray and Jose?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, we, I totally forgot we host a podcast too." And he was like, "He's like, you, yeah. you're still in contact with everyone." I'm like, "Yeah, we, we had a, we had a great group of friends from high school. I'm very lucky to." We Still really did. Yeah, we did. It's apparently uh, not normal. Yeah, it isn't normal. And Aaron also told me about some other people from GM that are not doing well. So we don't need to talk about that. So again, shout out to Aaron Beard, QB1, Green Mountain High School. Uh, let's move on with the shout outs. Huge shout out to Balo Onello Magba or Magaba Tunzana for following us on Facebook. I hope you're not a bot. And another shout out to Michael Burquist for following us on Instagram. Jose, do I know? Do you know this person? I do. Mr. Michael Burquist is a fellow teacher in Jeffco, but also another former student of Bogus is in mine. So finally, it looks like we're getting oh, some coverage in the Bear Creek out. area. So shout out to Michael Burkus. He's a theater <laughs> teacher. He's a great teacher, man. They just did uh, Chicago as his production, actually, which is super rad. So I hope it went well for you, Michael. Good. Right. Hope, glad to hear from you, buddy. Where does he teach? Oh, it's a middle school that I'm blanking oh. right now. I'm so sorry, it's, Michael. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Michael. Please send us an email. Just like a huge shout out to Claire Fowney, which Bubble Boy doesn't know the background to. So, Jose, why don't you take this? Even though, Claire, I want you to know I wanted to read this email because I think I do a good job, you know, reinterpreting or interpreting your voice and what you're 
letter would sound like if it was directly from you, but Mr. Martinez himself said he would like to read it. So Chipotle Bear, take it away, my friend. So uh, just real quick for Chance and our listeners, uh, Claire Founty is a former student of mine, now very much an adult and living a wonderful life, which I, we're going to get to hear about here in a second. But uh, we, she reached out to me recently about when I had said that I had beaten Elden Ring and was like, I just downloaded it. And so we kind of reconnected. I told her about the show. And so she, here she is writing in. Super glad to hear from her. Uh, so her, her letter reads, hello, gentlemen. Big ups at Chipotle Bear for speaking to my only child slash main character ego and hinting at a shout out for me in episode 50. Not sure what it says about me that the sheer idea of a mention of my name or liking an Instagram post caused me to devote the next eight plus hours of podcast time to listening to your previous episodes, but I'm very glad that I did. After receiving that message from me, I started with episode 42 because I saw something about Stepbrothers being the best Will Ferrell movie, and so yes, I was sold. And I listened up through 49 considering I commute to Colorado Springs for work at least once a week. It was a pleasure. Thank you well, for the Claire, show. Wait, wait, I got to interrupt right there. You've got quite a backlog, so... Hopefully, we'll keep you busy for those uh, other days down the spring. Those trips to another spring. 40 like to episodes. Uh, you can what, skip what episode, episode zero and in introduction. Chipotle Actually, bandit. no. You, you should listen to all of them. I take that back. Listen to all of them, starting with episode zero. Uh, next paragraph. Uh, thank you for the show you're making. I've been delighted to listen to the three of you converse, your gaming adventures, and of course, all that good, good food. The references are also solid gold. Lost it on the D's Nuts audio at the end of episode 47, and I crack up every time Michael Scott chimes in. That's what she said. <laughs> Hearing people share all about something they receive such joy from totally nerding out is one of my favorite activities. It's especially cool to hear about so many of the common interests I would have never known were shared otherwise. I'd identify myself as more of a gaming ally than a true quote-unquote gamer. My reflexes are poor, coupled with the perfectionist competitiveness. It's a real lose-lose combo. But I've been trying more games and have always been a somewhat closeted nerd playing Pokemon since I could walk, essentially. Thanks to my incredibly patient significant other who's taught me more about Xbox and waits in silent irritation as I wander around Limgrave just trying to use both joysticks in tandem, I can see myself being a gamer one day, albeit not a good one. I reckon Elden Ring was the worst game to start with. Maybe I should, or should I try Skyrim and instead? I always yes, hear I should yes, try Skyrim. Yes. I, I agree. Uh, but I'm trying to, and loving every minute of it anyway, despite the constant dying. Anything remotely D&D, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones feeling has my vote pretty quickly. Thus, here we are. Uh, playing games with concepts I find entertaining just has me happy to be part of something. Example, I started Assassin's Creed 2 in 2011 simply because I love that pieces of it were historically accurate to European history, although I was never good enough to complete the campaign. It's something I'd say I'd love nonetheless, and that's how I've really felt about gaming. It's not exactly about playing for me. It's the community and being around people who are super invested and passionate about something. It's just fun. I like watching the satisfaction gleaned by the accomplishments in gaming. I love art and the creativity and all the game concepts available these days. Sorry for the long message, but it's just to say thank you for helping me truly embrace my inner nerd, teaching me so much more about the world of Xbox and gaming, and allow me to feel part of conversations that address so many things I love, from Star Wars to Popeyes. We would love to hear love your... Love she chicken says, for Popeyes. She finishes it with, would love to hear your favorite Popeyes side. With my family being from Louisiana, there's a correct answer to this prom. Expect more from me in the future. Gratefully, your newest big fan, C. Founy. Uh, and just as a little side note at the bottom, she added that, uh, she's a certified therapeutic recreation specialist, specialist, sorry, CTRS, which means that I use the building of quality of life to address as deficits or provide therapeutic encounters. I love the use of video games in both a behavioral health setting and adaptive gaming. I've been losing my mind in a good way, devouring all the new research being done on its benefits. I would be honored slash humbled if you were ever interested in a guest to have that conversation with and available anytime. So I'm sure we will take you up on that, Claire. 
I'm going to be honest with for you. Sure. Here's my answer for the Popeye thing, and I'll pass it to my Wait. co-host. Okay. The, I was going to say, I know the correct answer. And so you noobs can go first. My correct answer is you don't get a side. You get a second sandwich. That's my answer. <laughs> Chance, what about oh, you? That's a great, that's still wrong in this the, case because she wants... Uh, the, I know, I know I what you want. Red really. beans and rice. Correct. That is the correct answer. Red beans and rice, the greatest side ever created. And you know what? I need to get that more because I, I don't do that. I'm I'm Team Jose. Well, Team Walensic. What am I talking about? I'm <laughs> you the were one the one who created. Who yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always get the two spicy chicken sandwiches, but red beans. And rice. I started the red beans. No, and rice. you did it. No, you did. My, oh oh God. my. No, you didn't. Chance, I've been having oh, red beans and rice before no. I before I met you, and I'm not exaggerating. My okay, dad is obsessed. Do you want me to go get my dad? Okay, yes. At Popeyes. Yes, at Popeyes from the chicken. Yes. I had it before I, w- I moved here. I told here. you the before first I moved time here in I Chicago. had Popeyes. Okay. I'm not sure that counts, but sure. Okay. I'm so telling on you, this my family podcast, are huge I was red given, beans and rice I was given fans. a hard time for getting red beans and rice the first time. Who, who gave you a hard time? Because first, I suggest you get... I, I don't even remember. Go back. I don't even remember. I think it was go me. back and listen to it. It was probably Jose. And I guarantee he said, that's good, but I would still get two sandwiches and that. I never gave you crap on this. And I'll go get my dad. He's upstairs right now. And he'll tell you. No, I, I have red beans and saying, rice forever. Yeah, no, that's my dad's favorite. Okay, there we go. Claire, correct answer, red beans, rice. But also... Shout out to mac and cheese, maybe. I don't know. Is, do they have any else? Somebody said the that fries. fries their fries are solid. Was they're it fine. Lana? Sorry, the, the fries are. <laughs> Shout out. I mean, their taters and gravy are good too. Uh, well, nonetheless, Claire, thank you for awesome. writing in and for listening. Yes, We're happy absolutely. to have yes. you. Huge, what a huge shout out! What a cool sounding job. I gotta gotta do a massive yeah. shout out to my we'll, fellow mental health professional. That's incredible. We'll definitely have you on the um, show sometime and get some insight on. Some yeah. of the behavior, health, and adaptive gaming. Okay, we'll definitely have you on. Shout out again to Claire. Thank you so much for writing in to us. Um, also, I wanted you to know, guys, I checked our YouTube. Usually we have comments. So this is a non-shout out to X Bacon Gaming, who did not write a comment on the episode he started in. So non-shout out Bacon, non-shout out Bogus. Very disappointed we didn't hear It's been from a busy you. week for us all. Bear. Chipotle Bear, where can people write to us if they would like to write in just like you can Claire did? always write in xboxrecordthis at gmail.com or on any social media. Always feel free to reach out or to us individually. Always happy to interact with that fan base that seems to be growing steadily. Always remember, you can slide into our DMs right there, Michael Scott. Just slide on in. That's what she said. <laughs> Moving on to the warm-up and opener, guys. We're going to go back and get Bubble Boy since he couldn't be a part of our amazing discussions. And apparently he didn't give a caca since he didn't listen to it. And get his top five fast food sauces and also his redacted menu items. And then we're going to jump into Halo episode four impressions review. We're not talking about five tonight. I didn't watch it yet. So this is only four. And I hear five is good at the it's end, but we're not talking so about it. so good. Yeah, I hear it's even people who are hating on it. So far. Well, okay. Well, what? We're not talking about it. Who hated on no, it? No, I'm saying the people who hate on the show were like, the, the end of five was awesome, and they're oh, pumped. Okay. It's based. Correct. Can you give me- Did I use me, that correct? Yes. I did? Can you give me- Just oh, okay. give us your fast food sauces, please. Number five, Arby's. Number six, Chick-fil-A sauce. Number three, Good Times Wild Dippin' Sauce. Don't even. Are you, you just five? You just You just went five six three. Chance. You got to go five four three, bud. <laughs> I said Arby's no. sauce. 
Number and then you four, said number Chick-fil-A. six, Chick Fil A. Number three, uh, dude, it's been a, it's been a long week. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I got it written accurately here. Um, number two, raisin canes, cane sauce, and number one, um, Whataburger spicy ketchup. Whataburger spicy oh, ketchup. Dude, what is with Bubble Boys list? Do we even have a Whataburger in Colorado? Do we have one? Yes, we do. One I in got the it Springs. La- two Fridays ago in Springs now, right? Colorado Springs, yeah. and they have all the sauces. Man, you can get whatever you want kind of sauce down there, but all you really need is the spicy ketchup. I'm sorry, ketchup is a classic. Just a little bit of spice to it. It's perfect. I love it. Um, and and Whataburgers like Chick Fil A now, where you can actually buy their sauces in like huge squeeze bottles, well, like for your own pantry. Yep, yep. Uh, Subpar list. Uh, Bubble Boy, give us your top redacted discontinued food items as well, please. Fine. At number five, Dairy Queen Nerds Blizzard. Number four, Dairy Queen Nerds Blizzard. Number three, Dairy Queen Nerds Blizzard. Number two, Dairy Queen Nerds Blizzard. And number one actually came back recently, but I didn't know it did, was the Wendy's Spicy Chicken Nuggets. They left for a long time, then they came back. Um, it's not actually my number one. My number one is the Chipotle Chicken Pollo Asado that just left last week, and I'm pissed because they're still having commercials for it. Yeah, I was going to say, furious. I just got the email for it today. Yeah. No, it's terrible. And and I went to at least not the one in Aurora and the one in Parker does not have mm. the Pollo Asado. And I, I was like, I, I can't even believe I said it And because Shannon, Shannon was ordering it. And she's like, what do you mean you don't want Chipotle? I was like, I'm furious. I don't want it. Mm. It's probably too spicy for everyone it's out there. Too soon. That, that that is a that that is not only a terrible take but a terrible list as well. There, bubble boy. You give <laughs> no, me Kaka all the time. You list Nerds Blizzard for four times, and then you say Wendy's, and then you're like, well, not really. And then it's actually Chipotle. Don't ever give me crap about my list again because yours have been straight Kaka the past month. So let's move on. The Palo Four <laughs> impressions. Jesus. I can just let's leave. Jump Do you want me to into go? it? You give me crap all the time about my list. And then here I am. Because you're like, number one, never played this game before. <laughs> oh never my seen gosh. this movie. Please write in Xbox fans Moana. I haven't seen Moana yet, but I hear it's really good. Guys, let's talk about Halo episode four, the helmet on, helmet off drama in episode four. Jose, give me your quick impressions of the episode. Uh, to be honest, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was cool. Okay, one cool scene. When there, she was the Kai. What is it? One two five. Is that her? Hey, that her wait, spoiler alert for the fans. If you don't want to hear this, skip uh, to the next part. Quick. Yes, spoiler. Well, it'll be in the time stamps. Uh, it'll be in there. So, spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. When she's holding all the covenant weapons, that was super cool. When they're in the in the the needler, and she was talking about her favorite gun. Dude, the ne- yeah, yeah oh. the super combine. She even Ooh, said that, that and they explode. And they're all huge too, you know, and everything like that. So chance don't that do it. Was oh god. Anyway, Jose, so my, my quick my quick it. thoughts are this: it, it was okay. It was honestly a pretty close down part to, to episode three for me, in the sense that like I, I, they're truly trying to build a story. It wasn't a whole lot of action. It was cool to see with the helmet back on. Like I did like seeing that piece of it. I I I know what they're doing with keys. I just. 
I don't care. <laughs> that sounds mean. I, I want. I just want to get to like battles. You don't like care about keys. I don't care about quad. no Halsey. I'm sorry. I meant Halsey. Halsey. I meant Halsey. Not yeah. keys. Yeah. I, I was like, like a lot. hold on. I'm yeah, sorry, I was keys. like, I like keys a lot. She's no. I, I actually really like what they did with keys in this I like episode. Halsey too. Where they were like, would you they, think of, it was with the other Spartans? Of young Halsey that looked no younger whatsoever. I think Halsey's a stone cold fox, if you ask me. Um, no, I think it's because they they age a lot slower. So maybe that's why. I think they've had some technology advancements to have humans live that's gonna be my guess i don't know i mean I, I like that they were building the like relationships between keys and the other spartans and like i like that they started with like she removed the pill and the dyeing the hair red thing was like a little like i, I get why and it, I, I understand it i do i just all i could think about was like you really want gun grease in your hair like that's all like, i couldn't get past that piece of it um but I'll i just but wait I, till episode five but i really liked the the like the jokingness they got. And, and I really like that the story element of like, even though everybody utilizes the Spartans and they clearly are this like massive important tool, there's a huge amount of distrust between the Spartans and basically the rest of the world, including the UNSC. Right. And I like that there was that element of like keys saying, Hey, I don't, I don't know why I've ever not talked to you about the language of the grunts because you were out there, you hear these and they, and like, so there's this like key that happens and they translate this word. Like I, I actually really liked that element of the story. I liked that a lot better than what was actually happening with like master chief. Like I get it again. I, I know it's important. I understand why it just wasn't engaging for me in the same way the other stuff was. And then the other thing, quick thing. Um, I thought it was badass that there was a female assassin on the other planet. Like I thought that was really cool to have that as the element that was hunting, um, What's the girl's name? Quan. Quan, thank you. Um, and same thing there, like, that story is, like, mild. Like, it's fine, not bad, not great, kind of in the middle for See, me. But I, I would say, I think it would just be better if, if it was just his friend. What's the name? The, Soren. The, Soren. I think if it was just him, like, doing something for Chief, like, investigating something, it would be better. The whole Quan thing, no offense to her, it seems completely forced. Like if it was just Quan doing a solo mission, like spying and going after that guy, who by the way he seems like a pretty good guy. Oh yeah. Also, this Paramount has a thing about butts, but like right, like but we, we us got the to ass. see his butt too. I love it. Like straight up in this thing. <laughs> anyway, those are my thoughts, yeah. man. I'm excited for episode five. I'll watch it later. Bubble boy, what did you like? Actually, tell us what you disliked and then what you liked. No, no, no I'm not shaking my head over disliking things. I uh, Jose's summing up of it i think was perfect i loved the the research on the language i thought that was so so cool um, and yeah and let me just say this two chance i think jose said it best too the the best part of that episode was definitely the other spartans and seeing those interactions oh, yeah. and just the three of them talking yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get a little bit more time with like that was definitely the most interesting so sorry go ahead that the no you're good and kai like the she always kind of gives me the creeps a little bit and i don't exactly know why um i can't wait for both of you to watch episode five because i totally missed your text that you were like yeah we're doing four not five dummy and i i so i was like scrambled to try and watch five it's so good it's so good wait you think that needler needler was cool when they picked it up oh Oh, oh he's white. you guys got to watch wait. it tonight. It's, oh, I, I, it's the I, best I, one. I, I, it was I, interesting I, with the Needler, the size of it, just proportionally. Yeah, well, it was seemed way bigger they than are. in the games. They're bigger. Huge guns. 
I mean, you think about it, they're holding it, and it yeah. goes like down here and way up yeah. here. Yeah, it, but like, remember when they made that it, Nerf I, version a couple years ago? It was yeah, not that I, big. I was saying. But I, I, I know. I understand it's not the gun. I understand, I get it. You don't have to make fun of me. I'm just saying like Dude, they proportionally. T- they, you could even see the, the Covenant carbine in the background. Uh-huh, like, that I know. thing was huge. Like, it, they, I yeah. think really cool. Really cool. Yeah. The show's definitely going to me, and I have to say this. The crazy part about Halo is like a lot of the hardcore fans have a big deal, you know, are not liking it because like this isn't our Halo. It's not staying true. It is and isn't, you know, it's taking its time. I think if they would have done a better job up front loading, giving us what we wanted, I think people would like it more. But I feel like it's building. And I have to say, my aunt, my like 70 something year old aunt is like, today I met up with my family for a my cousin coming into town, we had brunch this morning. She's like, we were talking about what we've seen movies too. She's like, have you seen Halo? And I was like, what did you say to me, Tia Lupi? What's she's up? Like, she's like, yeah, have you been watching him? I'm like, uh, of course I've been watching Halo. I love Halo. She's like, I love it too. And I was like, my aunt is loving Halo. She's like, oh, I love everything sci-fi. She's like, it's so good. We were talking, I was talking to her about like certain characters and she is really paying attention and really into it. So I have to say people who aren't Halo fans are enjoying it. And I also heard Chris Reagan, shout out to Chris Reagan, Sacred Symbols. He was talking about how his parents are watching it and enjoying it too. So maybe, you know, everyone loves his master cheeks, but that's what it's about. Yeah. The specific audience, you know, that everyone want, like us gamers, we wanted it to be for us, but it's not for us and it is for other people and other people seem to be enjoying it. And I thought it was so cool. I'm like, well, Tia Luby, let me tell you, there are six amazing games that you can jump into if you want, uh, if, if you're really into Halo. Or a podcast <laughs> that follows each episode in detail. No, I mean, I, I guess I could, but I thought it was so super cool to hear that. So I, I guess... Isn't that just... what makes it that much weirder how bad that opening scene was then and how violent it was? The rest of the show isn't super violent. Not I mean, yet. Even this, I think there's going to be more episode moments Episode like 5 that. has a massive battle and it's not... Anywhere close to, okay. but I think no I think the violence was a way to show how threatening the covenant was because otherwise, yes. it, especially because it it wasn't the most amazing CGI, you'd feel like this is like a jokey. One Dude, quick thing I have up, to say, I thought that was good. I mean, I was like, oh man, the violence. One quick was thing good. I have to mention in my defense. So remember back when we were talking about Resident Evil, the new movie, like uh, Raccoon City or whatever oh, yeah. it is. I still need to see that. So oh, yeah. so imagine if instead of a show, Paramount made a movie. Right, and so they only had let's say two hours to try to shove in all of this and build a story and like that. And it was, I'm it sure that probably, would have been a great movie. It would have probably been fine, but it probably wouldn't have been amazing. That's honestly what I feel like is a pretty good comp- like comparison to what Raccoon City was like. If they would have added the chance to make a show instead of a two-hour movie, be better. they probably could have done a lot more of what they wanted. And and it's just I think that's a harder sell because zombies are pretty played out at this point in in media and stuff like that. But Think about it that way. Like, I know you, you can still make fun of me, and when you watch it, I know you will. But it, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't amazing. It was like they needed more time, and they needed, like, they needed a, just literally hours to build out the story that they didn't have in the movie. But overall, I still enjoyed it in the same way I'm now enjoying Halo, and I feel vested. Like, I want to see how this this comes together. Yeah, completely. And I have to say, I'm more invested in this than I am Moon Knight at this point. Moon Knight has just gotten like... Dude, did you watch the episode four? You the end episode of it? four? The end I, of I it? I guess right. I'm not at the end of it because I'm I'm like, dude, what is... Dude, this is... I, lo- I loved it until the end. And then that the the total twist and I was like, I don't know what's going on and I'm very confused. I'm still confused. Wait, you didn't like on. four? I haven't seen okay. all four. I think I'm on Not four. the ending. I loved everything until the ending. 
We'll talk about Moon Knight next week. We can talk about that too. So, no, dude, we Moon Knight has not been the first next week. I have still seen it. the first thing that was cool. In Moon Knight was that first episode, and then him getting sued. I'm like, oh, look at this guy, and yeah. then nothing happens in the next two episodes, and then it's just banter. And I'm just like, oh gosh, what? It's too much. No, of four, this. I liked four a lot. Actually, four is good. Just until right, the I'm, very I'm, end. I'm on four, I believe. And I don't know, let's hope it gets better. Let's move on, guys. That's probably going to be. I I never mentioned this to you. I was thinking maybe that just should be our warm up from now. Is like, what have we been watching? What's going on? Something like that. And that way oh, we don't yeah. always have I to like think it. about you know lists and everything. And we can save our we watch list. a lot of stuff exactly. And we can Very save true. our like list it. for like the good old days. So that's probably planned on warm up. What have you been watching? Do you need an HBO Max subscription? Do I need? Do you need one? to bum my yeah. Do you need? No, I you have. Got to watch Max. the Batman. I have okay, it. you gotta watch. I, it. It's fantastic. I still want to see it in theater. I, dude, we're gonna run out of time, but you might as well just bite the bullet. It no, was good. I watched it at home. It was rad, dude. Just turn up it's the volume, great. turn off the lights. It'll be rad. It'll be all right. Pop yeah, some popcorn. Yeah. Make it a thing. I need that eighty-five inch TV, but we'll talk about that later, guys. Let's move in to Xbox news, guys. We're gonna start out with our our favorite segment. Well, actually, this is a good segment coming soon. To Xbox Game Pass, and this is coming from Megan Spur, community lead. Uh, this was just posted a few days ago on the 19th. I'll start with the first one, and then Jose, you want to do the next one, and then Chance, uh, so on and so forth. So I want to do number three. Chance, do number two. I want to do number three. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm excited to share that we're working with Ubisoft to bring more incredible games to the Game Pass library. In the next two months, Assassin's Creed Origins, one of my favorites, guys, actually my favorite open world Assassin's Creed, incredible, shout out to Bayak, will jo- and also the best DLCs of all of them, will join the library of cloud console PC via Ubisoft Connect app. We will also bring For Honor Marching Fire Edition to PC also through the Ubisoft Connect app. Sorry. And then, Chance, tell us about F1 2021. It lights, it's lights out and away we go. Game Pass Ultimate members can experience a gripping F1 story with cloud gaming via EA Play. Hit the track with their own team and live every Formula One fan's ultimate fantasy as F1 2021 joins a collection of racing games available to play on EA Play. No, I'm going to read the next you. two because I actually wanted to read the third game here. I'm sorry. So okay, yeah, I know speed. you want to. Re- I'll read this one. I'll read this one, Jose. I know you. I was like, he wants to read Need for Speed. I'm I got you. about the next one. Yeah. I'm Need for Speed one. Hot Pursuit Remastered on Cloud. Feel the thrill of the chase and rush of the scape. And Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered now available with cloud gaming via EA Play. Unleash a savage sense of speed both as an outlaw and a cop in the world's hottest performing Hottest high-performance cars. Outsmart the heat or take down lawbreakers with tactical weaponry at your disposal and a heart-pumping, socially competitive racing experience. It's time to reignite the pursuit. And Jose, tell us about the next one. This one I, I was a total like out of the blue for me. But when I heard it, I literally like was like, that sounds amazing. I can't wait. It'll be the next game I play. Uh, Turn Up Boy commits tax evasion. Cloud console PC, it's ID at Xbox. Take control of the titular Tunip, seeking a way to pay back his debts and to a corrupt onion mayor. Featuring a blend of puzzle solving, dungeon exploring, and plant harvesting, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion is a cute but epic journey to avoid paying taxes and tear down the establishment. That sounds amazing like i cannot wait to try that and if it's especially it's on cloud that'll be awesome thing to play remotely which is rad 
Very cool. A very unique looking game. I, I can't wait to hear your impressions. Also coming soon, um, we kind of already read these. I believe we we already read these last time. I did want to say uh, some Game Pass perks. MLB The Show 22 Launch Bundle. You can get it now. F1 2021 Deluxe Upgrade Pack available now. Halo Infinite Double XP and Challenge Swap. Better go grab that. We got a new Battle Pass. Yep, May 3rd, we'll baby. Later. And touch controls are added to a bunch more games. Ben 10, Besiege, Rampa, Edge of Eternity, Hitman Trilogy, Lawnmower Simulator, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. We just talked about that. Paw Patrol, Chance's favorite game. And Race with Ryan, Transformers Battleground, Windjammers, and Zero Escape. And leaving on April 30th. This is your last chance, guys. Cricket 19, Outlast 2, Secret Neighbor, and Streets of Rage 4. That was a good game, but a little difficult for me. Um... Shout out to X a Bacon Gaming. I know he's been putting in work on the Streets of Rage 4. Uh, Jose, you said you were going to play the turnip game. Chance, are you going to play any of these or do you got another backlog? I don't think I'll be playing any of I'll, I will also depends. be playing Bug Snacks. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Bug Snacks. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to try the tax evasion one. That just sounds way too cool. Yeah, me too. So I'll wait, Jose. You got to give us your impressions and then maybe I will check that out as well. Let's move in. To the next story, guys. Halo Infinite update, April 2022. And I'm actually going to read. I don't. I clicked on the actual letter from Joseph Staten, and I do want to read this because I, I always like to hear and give uh, a shout out to the developers. So I will be reading this. But basically, guys, the Lone Wolf event, like Jose said, is starting May 3rd. And this is a little, we need to talk about this all the way through November. So it's going to be another long six-month season, just like the first one. Eh. New maps, Catalyst and Breaker. Uh, New modes, King of the Hill, Land Grab. They also altered these, you guys. So King of the Hill isn't as how we remember it. There's a little tweaks. Land Grab, same as that uh, as well. And the last part in standing is like a mini battle rail. I believe that's only free for all. There's going to be some interact or narrative events, inter. Interference and Alpha Pack. Uh, Interference is the May 3rd through the 16th, and then Alpha will be July 19th through August. There's another Battle Pass, 100 levels. Uh, a fractured events are going to come back. It's Fracture Entrenched. And hopefully in August, they're aiming for Campaign Network Co-op. Not split screen. This will be Network And also there's going to be Campaign Mission Replay, Forge, Open Beta, September Target, and quality of life improvements. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. With season two locked and loaded for May 3rd, we wanted to share a roadmap. I'm going to just kind of skip a little bit of this. So with all that in mind, here's the roadmap for 2022. Uh, this roadmap reflects the same studio priorities that we shared back in March. Sorry, this is coming from Joseph Staten uh, over there at 343, by the way. I did not say that earlier the head of creative Halo Infinite. Basically, Joseph has just taken over. He's the main man over there. Um, we want to address issues negatively impacting player experience, complete season two and delivering its promise on May 3rd and continuing to work on campaign co-op forge in season three with a priority zero of team health and getting ourselves into a sustainable development rhythm so we can deliver great experiences to all of you while maintaining a healthy work-life balance. We know we need to deliver more content and more features quickly. Staying true to priority zero means that sometimes we need to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later. But we're also aggressively looking at ways to accelerate. 
For example, we want to get the Forge toolset into your hands sooner rather than later so that the awesome community maps and modes can be more rapidly make their way to the game. Chance. He can't see me, can he? <laughs> no, I cannot see you. Sorry. I'm reading it. What did you want, Chance? Nothing. I really want to talk about Priority Zero and Joseph. We will. We will. I, let me just get through this. Um, I, <laughs> okay, go ahead. What is it? What is it, Chance? No, go. I didn't know you couldn't I'm, see me. I, I I'm, like, I'm literally cra- looking at the screen. That makes, that makes so much sense. And like halfway through, I was like, oh, duh, of course he can't see me. I'm, I'm, okay, now I can. I can see you guys. I've split the screen. Um, you know what, Chance? Now I don't even know where we are. Okay. As we continue, you're talking about Joseph Staten, I'm, and I'm I want to give a huge shout out to Joseph Staten because I used Priority Zero and Joseph Staten in my one of my interviews this last oh. week, and it did not land at all. Really? I tell you, people, but and I don't even care. I was selling Chipotle. What do you mean? Like they exactly. didn't appreciate that you made the reference yeah, of healthy work-life balance? Yeah, like, look at, like is balance? he talking about is he talking about video games? Oh, in a, in see, maybe you don't. For a, Maybe you just I'm, say, I don't care. No, I said, I'm not going to not give him credit. I'm going to say this is an entity worth $5 billion over Halo's worth over $5 billion. If that's good enough for them, um, it's good enough for Aurora Public Schools. I'm sorry. And if you can't get on board with that, I'm just, I'm like, come on, come on, people. I get it. And I'm not going to not be myself. No. And I, I agree with you, Trans. And I, you know what? I completely agree. You, I, props to you. You're right. It'd be like, if Thank they don't you. want to hire you because you. you like Halo and you like to talk about a video game lead, yeah, screw them. Screw those caca heads. It was, it was just a lot of I, like, I wouldn't want to work for them if they're going to not take this. I, uh, see, this is the kind uh, of, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Jose? The stigma around video gamers, like, yeah. when we were younger, like, we're just, yeah. wait, I, I just, I hated that. Like, and it I'm wasn't cool you, to be nerd, I, like, you know? That's why I literally I'm so glad you that this came up right now because I literally like thank you Joseph Staten I it Shout I out. still to this day talk about Priority Zero and Shannon and Liz and Eric and Lana each every once in a while they're like mm, yeah no Priority Zero going on around here and I'm like exactly yeah. they, like it's a thing that we talk about I am and I love it proud to be a gamer chance I would have never worn an Xbox shirt back in the day when I was in like you know middle high school because I would no, be, and now no, yeah. I wear all my Xbox stuff with pride and I freaking love it. Shout out Joseph State and we yeah. are who we are. As we continue to improve and ramp up, please understand that all of us at 343 are fully committed to making Halo Infinite the best Halo experience ever. Indeed, the primary reason that we're extending season two is to give us time before shipping another season to fully address quality of life improvements based on what we've learned from season one as well as other data that we've collected. Uh, quality of life is shorthand for bug fixes, new features and content addressing issues that negatively impact your experience. We'll be delivering these as part of season releases and separate updates throughout the season. Our player facing term for quality of life updates that land during seasons is drop pods. And much like their ODST namesakes, these release vehicles are meant to drop in hot just as soon as they're ready. Our target is to drop pod every month and you can expect drop pods to vary in scope and size. We'll have more to share about what's going into season two's drop pods as soon as possible in season two launch. I hope that means maps, Joseph. Speaking of which, season two is now less than two weeks away on May 3rd. If you haven't already seen them, blah, blah, blah. Here's some stuff you'll 
to whet your appetite. And there's a picture of some pretty sweet armor. That green one, boys, that electric volt. I'm just, you know, I'm going to buy that if that's in the store because, you know, I'm a simp for that. We'll have a lot more to share about Season 2, including a deep dive into its battle pass, rewards, events, and including a brand new multiplayer narrative event. Maybe a return of that uh, Spartan leader that we saw at the beginning of the, the training session. That place your personal Spartan in the center of an evolving seasonal storyline, game modes, and much more doing a community live stream uh, next uh, on Wednesday, you guys, at 1 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and YouTube. In summary, we are committed to delivering more content faster. We will accelerate while prioritizing team health, priority zero, and you can expect improvements during drop pods. Um, on behalf of the entire Halo Infinite team, thank you for your passion and patience as we embark on the road ahead. We're fired up to deliver what's already on the roadmap as well as deliver other content experiences that we are not ready to reveal just yet, but we can't wait for you to play. Guys, I wanted to read that because like Chance said, yes, we need to give a shout out to Joseph and it is important to have priority zero and we are a bunch of whiners. We just want more to play. I'm whining right now. Having said all that, is two maps realistically going to be enough to keep us engaged for the next six months. Is that acceptable? Chipotle Bear, let me hear your thoughts on what was said by Joseph and what well, you're seeing in the content. Two things roadmap. here. So uh, is it acceptable? Probably not. But is that what he's actually saying? I don't think so. I, I, th I know that's what we're getting on May 3rd, as in like a week from now, basically, we're going to get two maps. I think what he's talking about, the drop pods, is there There could be the chance for more maps and quality of life improvements, including Heat Forge. We skipped that whole paragraph in the letter, but they talk about they're trying to get Forge up and running because that'll really create Faster, variety yeah. and stuff, which I totally agree with. Um, a couple just quick thoughts I wanted to mention. One other one other quick just thing for any Halo fans out there, the Tenrai event, if you like that sweet Tenrai armor, the last week begins this week. So if you need to finish out to get to level 30 to get the, like, antlers right that they had make sure you do that this week it starts on tuesday i think um but other than that you know i, I just think it's great man I, I love that they're being communicative about what they're doing i like that they're being very forward facing and here's the thing i i know the complainers i know the haters are going to say november i'm going to get bored again this isn't going to keep us entertained what is 343 doing here's the truth i actually am pumped that it's november because what I, what I learned from season one is that I got so worried about completing my battle pass on time that all I played was Halo. That's all I did every night. And it was great. I'm not hating on it. I'm excited to be back with the gang, Nico, Snelling, Pack, everybody, like I really am. But I, w I actually like the idea that now I wouldn't feel as bad if I said, look, on Friday nights, we're going to play Halo with the boys. And then Saturday, I get to devote to Turnip. I get to devote to Bug Snacks. I get to devote to Cyberpunk because I'm not as worried about leveling up so quickly because I'm going to have plenty of time to do it. And I know I know also that the game passes extend beyond. So even if you have game pass from season one, you can keep playing it into season two. But I just I also would like to keep up with this. I do like playing Halo, right? Like it's fun to me. Um, so I'm I'm not upset at all, man. I, I love that he's being consistent with the priority zero. He's not changing his tune on that. I just I think they're doing a great thing, man. And I I know that it's probably not coming out as fast as we want. But here's the other I think just like Chef's kiss of this is guess what else comes out in November? As I'm gonna be finishing that battle pass. That would be one Starfield. So uh, I'm not super worried about that, right? In terms of having that. stuff to do. So uh, yeah. those are my Ooh. my quick thoughts, man. Oof, I forgot about sorry. Uh Bubble Boy, I had a really good question for you, but uh, let me think about it. So are you gonna jump back in with us? Is two maps oh, acceptable? Is two maps acceptable in your it eyes? It is. It is to me because again, I have really, really latched onto the idea of priority zero and I've been 
preaching it at my own job. And I think if they were like, we're going to have 17 maps, but we're getting rid of priority zero, I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I lose respect for you. I'll still probably play it, but I lose respect for you. I was just going to say, Chance, think of it this way too, guys. Everybody's complaining about Halo, but we're getting new content and it's been running well and we've had little things throughout it. What has Battlefield 2042 done since almost the exact same launch? Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the crickets. Uh, but like why where are the people I, freaking out about Battlefield? What has that game done? What just well, completely... I think they just gave up. That, that's they're just like No, they yeah. just did that release, right? You and Mickey were talking about it, right? <laughs> the scoreboard and Yeah, the scoreboard uh, and the end of round stats or something, right? A summary like or something. Yeah, it's, no, it's atrocious. I, I'm man. not gonna complain again. I I did spend money on it, but it was I what twenty five dollars. I think I I spent on like the credits so I could get a couple of skins yeah. that I liked. I'm I'm never gonna complain about a free game not having yeah, enough content. I'm sorry. It's free to play, and I think a lot of people feel like just because it's free to play, like it should be perfected like Destiny is. Destiny took years. Fortnite has taken years as well, and they've Destiny had, wasn't free. True. I mean, if, uh, you're right. And, and good point. And so uh, these things just take time. And I guess six months isn't enough. But to be fair, at the core, Halo Infinite is really, really good. And hopefully, Jose, you mentioned the Forge thing. That could potentially give a lot of maps, too. Because if there are some fan favorites that are created, hopefully they can figure out a way to be like maybe in one of the playlists is like Forge f created fan favorites and stuff like that. Yeah, Chance. I know what question I had for you guys. I had like a 24 gig download for the Master Chief collection. What was that all about? Do you know? Uh, we kind of mentioned it last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's new Flood. There's new Flood. There's new Forge stuff. And uh, also you can do co-op uh, cross-platform. Cross-platform. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. a, it's a big update. Yeah. Um, and that's still a great game that I, I will play too. But I just love the movement in Halo Infinite. So shout out 343. We are behind you. We still believe in you. We're still going to play it. And like Jose, Jose said it, we can just play it occasionally. We don't have to feel rushed. And we, I have plenty of games to play. Like, it's it's ridiculous. So moving on, a little bit concerning, though, Jose, tying into this next one. And I just want to quickly go over this. I kind of wanted to skip it, but it ties in along well with what you said. November, yes, 11-11-2022, we are also getting Starfield. But also, what else comes out in November, Jose? Uh the first day of the rest of our lives call of duty modern warfare 2 and i i you who put this in here who put this in the, in the jose was i was the one that put it in there you, you but put I it in here and you didn't even know what i was talking about there so tell well, me why been, you wanted to talk about it well i just i so I, I brought it up i think for the reason you're hinting and i i, I just i didn't know it was released in november that's the piece i didn't know um was that so recently just uh, this is coming from VGC, by the way, um, that from Andy Robinson, that um, the, all the social media for Infinity Ward went dark this week. And so it was like a big like to do on the internet, like, oh, God, what's going on? Except that when you actually looked at one of the images and you like enhanced it in like Photoshop, you can actually see what appears to be a silhouette of Ghost, which is like one of the most favorite characters from Modern Warfare. Um, he, he originally appeared in Modern Warfare 2. Um, and so there's just a, it seems like that's going to be the next sequel that they're putting out, like a revamped version of it. As they reached out to um, Activision, they said that they did confirm that the sequel would be 
um, coming yeah. out this year. They talked about that it's going to have a grittier take, quote unquote, on the Modern Warfare 2019 campaign with close quarters combat, tricky decision making, and the classic Call of Duty set piece moments that fans have come to expect. Um, and so they they were they were talking about how, as along with Verdansk and how they added that new map, Caldera, that they're still working on this. And and, and honestly, the reason I, I wanted to put it in here is because in addition to Halo and obviously the other games I want to play, indies and stuff, um, I, I actually might jump back into Modern Warfare. Like I genuinely did have fun playing that too with you guys. Like I don't know if I'd yeah. play by myself. I don't care that much about the campaign, but in terms of the multiplayer, I've genuinely had fun. And so I would See, I might pick that up this summer as well too. No, so that's my concern is. Uh, Jose, is that when Halo's new season is launching, it's going to be going up against, right up against the new Call of Duty. And I feel like this is going to be a huge Call of Duty year. Last year, the, not many people liked Vanguard. I loved the Call of Duty Modern Warfare remake, and I believe Chance and I both got a 1,000 out of a 1,000 on it. It was fantastic. It brought to us the modern weaponry that everybody loves. This game, I feel like, is going to be huge. And it, and they're going to also launch the new Battle Royale, like the next 2.0 version of that. So uh, this game is going to be huge in the fall. And I don't think that's good for Halo Infinite to be paired up against that in November with their new content drop. So I'm a little concerned. But uh, Chance, are you going to buy this game? Because I know I'm going to. I love Modern Warfare, the, their remake that they did. And it's my favorite of all of the Call of Duties, obviously, is the Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yeah, I think for sure. I think I think they've earned it. I haven't bought the last two. Um, didn't feel compelled to, but knowing that this is a kind of the next step from Modern Warfare, which was so incredible, it, yeah. Yeah, most likely. I'd be surprised if I wasn't, but then again, so much else coming out at that time. Um, yeah, so right. we don't know what else is coming out uh, in that holiday time. But, but also, Chance, here's the beauty of it. Uh, if everything goes through, you won't have to buy Call of Duty again because it'll be in your Game Pass subscription. Well, yeah, right? Well, and and that was the other thing. The So um, Vanguard and even um, Black Ops Cold War, during this last spring sale, they were still 40 bucks, like 35 40 bucks. I'm like, come on. Just wait. That They'll one be game's in Game almost Pass. two years old. I get it, but like... Come on, I know. Guys. You, you Those still games like to play are, the are they even any good? I don't know. Well, I'm sure we we like the campaigns. Most people are down on them, but I, I, I do. like them. I, I think do. they're good quality. They're always good quality. Is there any I, I also think. Dan, I mean, I think to your point of like the competition. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Modern Warfare will outshine Halo, but again, it's not it's not the same as like outshining Halo Infinity that already came out. Right, we're talking now about the perpetual like online component of halo and it's going to have years that it's more popular than others like that's just that's this that's how this is going to be it's just, that's literally yeah, what happened to modern warfare this year so yeah i'm not super worried and i again it's i don't think it's necessarily competing i think just like i'll probably play both i'll probably play one more than the other yeah. and it's again it's probably going to honestly depend on what my friend group that's is playing fine. but i think it's fine man i'm not super worried yeah and here's the other thing we don't know if that new rumored project tatanka the halo infinite separate battle royale mode might come out then, so we don't know what's going to happen. It's well, no, that's they said that that was in the the thing we just read. No, that was no, the no, third no, mode no, they this mentioned. Is, no, 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 Jose, mute yourself. No, Jose, we're talking about a totally different thing that certain affinity is working on. We mentioned this before. Fired. Somebody get that fired. You fired. Get that, Jose. On you fired. 
that <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that for next time so I can fire Let's myself. Let's move on to the next one. This is Bubble Boy's favorite company report. Private equity is eyeing Ubisoft as the next big gaming acquisition. Private equity firms could be beginning to circle over Ubisoft, Bloomberg reported. Talks are early, but interesting from firms like Blackstone Inc. and KKR and Co. Even if it's not private equity, senior, current, and former Ubisoft developers Kotaku has spoken to in recent months believe the company will eventually sell to someone amid a flagging stock price and ongoing production struggles. Bloomberg reports that Blackstone and KKR are the biggest equity firms in the world. Two of the biggest equity firms in the world have been studying the French business and have preliminary takeover interest in Ubisoft, but that the company hasn't yet entered into any serious negotiations with potential acquirers. Um, if someone did want to buy Ubisoft, they would potentially be getting it at a huge discount. The stock was at over $110 share, a share in July 2018. Now it's at $41. But they would still need to go through wow. the Guillemont family, which is essentially estimated to be down to own, sorry, 15% at just under $5 billion market cap business. I'm assuming that Bubble Boy put this article in because he loves Kotaku and I think Kotaku is caca. Bubble Boy, tell us why. Oh, no. No, it was Chipo. Well, okay, then the Ubisoft connection. Chance, do you care if somebody buys Ubisoft or are you like me at this point? Uh, I don't know if I'm as big Somebody's going to buy somebody else always. That's just like the new world we live in. There's just going to be another business daddy and another business daddy. And what was the movie where, or no, it was the game we put that, uh, that kind of top down three quarter angle, um, the ascent, right? Where just, there's just one corporation yeah, in the, the world, corporation. right? Like that's, we're, we're Corpos, gonna get yeah. there. It's great game, by the way. Right? I look forward to a sequel. Um, I have to say on the Ubisoft, I don't. I don't know if I'm as big of a fan as I as I used to be, Chance. And even if this, if like let's say Sony somehow bought them, which I don't think they are, and it was exclusive, I don't know if I'd necessarily be like eh, if I'd miss out on much. Jose, why did you bring this up, and why do you want to talk about those dang dirty French bastards over at Ubisoft? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ubisoft. I'm just kidding. Uh, so real quick, just to clarify too, this is, this report was from Kotaku from Ethan Gotch over there. Um, but there, it was actually because I know we've talked a lot about acquisition um, and, and part of it was also, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Mr. Badbit himself, Joseph Moran, because when we talked to him a couple episodes ago, he hinted that he thought Ubisoft would be the next big corporation purchase. So just, you know, shout out to him having kind of that foresight. But I put it in here because what I thought was unique, other than just the fact that it's another company getting purchased, was it's not getting purchased by a gaming company, right? Like where, where we talk about like acquisition Blizzard from Xbox, that's a gaming company. We talk about Bungie from Sony, gaming company. These are just private equity firms, which tells me two things. It means they're probably buying it as an investment to resell it. They're not buying it because they have a vested interest in like improving the games that Ubisoft puts out to change the structure of the organization. They probably don't care that much other than they want to make sure they're they're making money. But it also just, it, I thought that was an interesting wild card to have happen in this whole story that like we're now beyond gaming corporations buying video game companies. We just have people buying them. Right, it's becoming an investment thing, and while it does give legitimacy to this industry, which is nice, it's also a little bizarre, right? Because what if this company buys it and then kind of sets it on the shelf, forgets about it, whatever, and then it just dies out? And 
yes, Ubisoft has not been our favorite corporation over the last five years, but that doesn't mean they're dead in the water. It doesn't mean they don't have still good ideas or people that are working hard. And it would be kind of a bummer if they just got left behind because of that. So just, I just think it's an interesting thing to follow a lot. Like we're following some of the other stuff in the gaming industry. I just wanted to keep fans updated if they're not following it. So Chance, what do you think? Well, it's funny you you bring up the idea that they're just getting it to resell it. I think they might be getting it to like resell. We've seen the massive trend in video game movies and series coming out, right? And you're like, maybe they're just trying to sell each little piece off like that. Um, but then I, you read everything that just happened with Netflix, and it's like, well, maybe they're not going that way then. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, and I also want to say... Speaking of Netflix, tying back into my episode zero, the monologue, the famous Daddy Diwali monologue, I believe it was titled, or one of the first episodes was, is Game Pass going to be the next Netflix for better or worse? And the worse is exactly what I've been talking about, guys. The problem with Netflix now is that they had all this awesome content from other people. And now... They don't have that anymore because they all broke back, broke off and took that content back, took it back to Disney, took it back to Hulu, took it to Paramount, took it to Peacock, took it to HBO, blah, et cetera, et cetera. And now their original content isn't as good as it used to be. But shout out to Squid Games. I have Netflix still only because, shout out, T-Mobile pays for my subscription and I pay like $2 or something like that. So I will I will keep it. But I understand this was my concern is that if you don't have that content, people aren't going to subscribe to it and it's going to be gone. Same applies to Game Pass. As soon as Game Pass doesn't offer awesome games, people are going to leave. Shout out to Paris Lilly. He was also mentioning this on uh, the Kind of Funny X-Cast. He was saying as soon as uh, Game Pass lo- or loses or if it doesn't produce that quarter-by-quarter quarter games with all these studios, people will leave because they don't see the value in it. My concern was is that they weren't going to have that value, but Microsoft went out and bought Bethesda, huge purchase, buying Activision, huge purchase. Now they own a bunch of studios that should contribute to this content. So I'm not I don't think they're headed the same route that Netflix is. Now I'm feeling like, hey, we're more like a Disney or an HBO Max. Hopefully they can keep it together. Well, and, uh, and I, go ahead. I agree with you, but the, there's one key difference there though. Like, oh, and they also mentioned oh, they also one more key difference, and I'll beat you to it. They both said that's not the only source of income for Microsoft, right? Is that what you're going to say? People nope. still buy games. You don't need to be subscribed to Game Pass to make money. People still buy games. So Microsoft still makes money on you whether you're subscribed to Game Pass or buying it. So go ahead. What was uh, No, that, that's point, a great so. point. But that's the there, there difference though between Netflix and, and any gaming thing, whether it's Game Pass or Play Pass or whatever it is, is that watching movies can be done on virtually any device. It can be done on a cheap iPhone. It can be done on your computer. It can be done on your TV, right? So can gaming. Gaming is a little bit different. Now, it's changing, right? If we truly go to this cloud system, like, yeah, it could get there. But the difference that Sony has and Microsoft has is that you for, for really the, those AAA titles, that at least it's not the indie ones, I guess, you, you need the hardware, right? And so that's the difference in, in that people can't just go somewhere else to get that content necessarily. Now, again, maybe that will change in the future. Maybe we just get yeah, to I was the future say, where we're all just computer-based. Can't you based. stream Flight Simulator? Like, that's... Yeah, but have you done that? 
I have it because why? That I sounds mean, like a terrible idea. Well, because we have the direct hardware right here. We're fortunate enough to have an Xbox Series S and Series S next to us, you know? So we're just going to play it natively. Actually, you know what? Any of our fans out there, if you don't have a Series S or X and you want to, I want to hear what this experience yeah. of that is. I, I genuinely would like to. What is it like Chance to? Chance has done some cloud gaming. It's not bad. You can't play like freaking Halo. Well, to be fair, actually, shout out to Brian. Yeah, Brian Pack, did. Alan's Brian brother. played it on his he Samsung played Halo tablet, Infinite. right? He was With doing us. fine. So, yeah, right. I mean, that's impressive. Anyway, yeah, that's all yeah, I say. I tried Horizon 5 quite a bit um, on my iPad, and it, it was cool to be able to try it. It wasn't something I would invest yeah, in. It's, it's an, another fast, quick-moving game. Let's move on to the next story, guys. The Quarry gameplay footage is very scary. New screenshots released to this company from Eddie McCock over at GameSpot. Um, guys, I, I just... I'm. I, Whoever put this here, I'm not going to talk about this because I've realized I, I can't do these narrative games anymore. If I want to watch a movie, I'm going to watch a movie. I don't want to. I don't want to watch a cutscene for 15 minutes and then interact. Press X really fast. Oh, circle your right thumbstick. Press A. Like I, I'm over it, you guys. After we'll talk about what we're playing. My Ghost of Tsushima nightmare here. I, I, I'm I'm done with the narrative stuff. If I want to watch a movie, I'll watch a movie. I don't want to watch video games anymore. I want to play. We play games to have fun. Until Dawn, not a good game. Bubble Boy, did, do you have any thoughts on the quarry? Who put this in? This Who was, was me. Again. Jose, Jose again? did. Oh, Jose put gosh. all of them. In. I put all of these Chance, in I thought you were in charge <laughs> of news. All right, Jose. No, you, okay. so see, you didn't read your text because Jose said. No, I saw you. Yeah, I, I saw you say that, but I was like, that I didn't know you were going to literally let him do everything. Okay, okay. So the reason I put this in here was so. because... Um, <laughs> so just a couple of quick things. One, I mean, as the resident like huge horror fan, this looks like a pretty cool horror game. And yes, Dan is absolutely right. It is a walking simulator. It's a, a horror game. movie. It's a movie. But but in that in that sense, I just thought it was an interesting evolution of this because it's not just another horror game. I mean, it is the typical like young teenagers at this like camp location they get cut off from the world like that's that they're following that trope pretty well but what's Not cool typical. about it is that it's actually real actors so like if you actually look at the cast of this and the game and the characters like david arquette is the cop in it and he's it's like his face in the game and it just again it doesn't look amazing like even i as a fan looked at it and some of the trailers i was kind of like that looks a little bit janky but I, I think it's a cool progression that we're seeing, again, to bring legitimacy to the industry in a difference. I just thought it was a cool thing. And I, I like that it's in addition to the, I'm sure, the cutscenes where it's like press X really fast. They talk about one of the one of the unique things they're trying to do is that it's a, you have to make a choice in the moment and you have limited time. So it's not just X or you die and you restart and, you, and the next time, okay, I got to press X, here it comes again. Jose, like I got to, you're just digging yourself deeper. I got to interrupt you right here. Chance, tell Jose here about the famous PlayStation 4 game that came out from these people that is a horror game uh, that clearly he missed Dawn. out on. Until Dawn, Jose, is literally everything you I never played Until Dawn. I know, and I just feel so bad because it has real actors. It has these quick time events where they're like, everything you said, this is this is how they make their games. And even Man but of Madon and has here's, here's Sean Ashmore... You're I'm just, right, I'm just, I, I'm just, up. I'm just trying to say, Jose, go play until dawn, and actually don't because, well, actually, you would like no, it more don't. because he's a horror player. Why not? He can play that backwards compatibility. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till this play come because out because he doesn't this. have a PS5. Is, what, he can play it on PS4. The quarry 
looked hopefully it's better. I didn't I really wanted to like until dawn. I really did and I will try the quarry if it's free and I I just like I don't why is this so like Because you're like I will play it if it's better than until dawn or if it's free. No, I didn't what say was Dan's favorite movie? Vanilla Sky that makes no sense. Vanilla One of the greatest Sky. Of our yeah. generation. Yeah, and talk to me about the Whopper and then laugh at our tastes. Anyway, no, I just I just no, thought it was cool, man. Uh, no, and that's fine, Jose. And for you, you're right. This will be new to you. But I'm saying there's something like this, and until actually, Jose, you can play the Man of Madon. All those, what are those games? Chance the the the, the, the anthology, dark, the yeah. dark pictures. Yeah. Jose, go Google those. You might want to check those out because those you can play, and they are guaranteed are going to be very similar. They're on to sale this. right now. That, there you go. That, Jose would love those on Halloween thing. Did but you I, see that? On, oh, I'll have to check. I did see that. Check I'll have it to check out. That out, Jose. You 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 need to, that. That will give you a good taste of what Until Dawn is. Play. I hear. Look up the reviews. I, either the first or the third one are the highest rated. Go look up the Dark Pictures anthology. Okay, Chance. I did want to ask you: Are you still big on these walking simulator narrative driven games, or are you over it like me? Because also, I noticed you didn't finish beyond that Detroit Become Human. Or did you? Yes, I did. Oh, you did finish it? Oh, okay. I didn't platinum it oh, like I thought I was going to. But uh, that's um, I am. It, it, they don't bother me. I like a, a relaxing, like, kind of sit back. I can play on the couch um, kind of game. It was, who? God, who was it the other day we were? Oh, it was Gluns at school. You remember, you remember Chris Gluns, right? Social studies teacher at Gateway. Um, he was he was saying he was like oh it's it's nice because he finally built beat Elden Ring he's like it's nice to be able to drink and play games again he's like I wouldn't I refuse to he's like you couldn't have a beer yep, and then I go agree. play Elden Ring he's like what if you what if you miss something it's like so those games are fun to be able to you can just do whatever and you don't yeah. have to be hyper focused like you do in Elden I Ring I guess I would just turn to like Super Lucky's Tale or you know something more laid back and gameplay focused I. I yeah, I guess that's just where we're different. I would, for me, and guys. They looked gorgeous. I'll just, uh, yeah, they look good, but I'd rather just, if I'm going to watch something, I could just watch the YouTube playthrough. Jose, go play those games. Tell Says me the guy think. who still hasn't seen the Batman. Because I wanted to see it in the theater. Okay, chance. Moving on. Last picture Activision Blizzard is doubling the number of women on its board. The California law had required the company to appoint another female. Director, and this is coming from Tom Ivan over at Video Games Chronicle. Lulu Chang Mesveri has been elected to join the board, while Carrie Carr will be nominated for election to the board at the company's annual meeting of stockholding stockholders. Sorry, um, Activision Blizzard's board previously had consisted of eight men and two women, half of which has been together for nearly two decades, according to Bloomberg. Uh, Messervey's appointment to the board means Activision Blizzard finally complies with a California law which required it to add another female director by the end of 2021. Activision Blizzard board has faced criticism for its ongoing support of CEO Bobby Kotick, who has sur survived widespread calls for his resignation as the company battles a number of sexual misconduct and harassment lawsuits. The company, company is currently trying to clean up its image ahead of its plans to merge with Microsoft in a $68.7 billion deal. Jose, talk to me about this Activision appointment. By the way, let's get a, 
a little temperature check here. Is this deal going through? Because if it is, oh, yeah. should I put should I put twenty thousand dollars into Activision Blizzard right now? What is it stocked and see if I can make some money? Jose, talk to me about this uh, appointment. Hold first, on, you first have small... twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I have. We have. Allie has some in an IRA. First off, no, don't do that. Let me just straight. Why up, not? Do not do what that. if it goes through? What if it doesn't? It's a, it's an IRA that's just. <laughs> Look, dude, stick with the traditional Roth IRA and get the taxes taken out and enjoy when you retire. Just do a Roth IRA. Don't don't do this. Okay, That's a stupid okay. idea. Anyway, second, I, I just want to throw this in the quick news. Just we we told our fans that we would keep up with this whole ordeal. Like, we don't want to just forget like this whole thing with Kodak. Obviously, it's going to come back around when the deal starts going through with Microsoft. I do think it's cool they're doing it. I don't think they're doing it for any other reason other than they were forced to by a court. Like I'm not. Just, I don't think they just had this epiphany. It's getting better. Uh, exactly. I guess. I, guess I saw it, the I saw the headline and I was like, oh, they did. But, uh, nope, Dan yeah. said it's a law. Okay. But but it is, I mean, at least it is happening, right? Uh, and the, I also, a little bit later in the thing we didn't say in the article, they said they also did hire a new female, Kristen Hines, as the new chief diversity equity and inclusion officer. I'm assuming they probably didn't have an equity de- de- or diversity equity inclusion office prior. So at least it's good that they're adding that. And again, I, I think this is really just for the merger. I'm not just, I'm not trying to give them a bunch of credit where it's not necessarily due. But at least it is moving forward, right? So, you know, trying to defend our boys at Microsoft, the hope is that I think by the time they do actually acquire, that all goes through. Hopefully, we, we start to change that around culturally. I just wanted to keep it in the news uh, so that people were aware. I don't have a lot to say other than that. Okay. So, Jose, you're saying it's not worth it for me to do that and only make $3,000. You really got to put quite a bit more money in there because the stock price right now is $78 a share. If this deal goes through brings it up automatically to $90 a share. That is the sale price, Jose, if I am understanding this correctly. So should I put my life savings? Should I sell the, how about this? Sell the expedition. Use that potential money, 40K right there. Put it into Activision Blizzard and make some serious money. So Jose, go ahead. Well, I'll do the math while you're talking. No, that's I, I was done. You were then you wanted to come back to me. I just I'm just saying in terms of investing, like if you want to make lots of money, you don't invest in established companies. You take risks on small companies. But I wouldn't do that with your life savings or with your wife's IRA. That would only be six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Just you're better off just being safe and taking like a three percent gain over X amount of years. Anyway, sorry, just no, anyway, no. continue. Okay. Sorry. That has been the news for the week, you guys. If you want us to cover a certain news topic, please send us an email at xboxrecordthis at gmail.com. Guys, let's go into what we have been playing. And man, I'll I'll go first because I'll, I'll be quick. Guys, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima in this game. I don't know. I'm sorry. I am not high in this game. I don't know why it got all of this praise. Um, the, My biggest complaints, follow, follow, follow follow every mission you are following someone and then after you follow you are gathering or you are investigating and then follow footsteps to this or gather this it is a slog i think if i had just played this main mission campaign through i would have enjoyed it more because buried underneath all this caca is a a fun combat game but chance the fact that you can't skip even the smallest cutscenes of you just doing these stupid side missions, which are follow, gather, investigate, follow again. 
I, I'm sorry. That is a huge negative. And that's partially on me because, of course, I've gotten so far. I'm like, I might as well get the platinum. If I had known that it was going to be this much follow and gather and investigate. How many times has he broken that, that resolution this I, year, Jose? Uh, I didn't know. He's not going to care about trophies. No, here's the thing. Like, yeah. I, 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 I thought it was going to be an easy platinum. I'm like, oh, this looks easy. Then I look up my biggest mistake. This is a 50 to 60 hour platinum. This is going to take longer for me to platinum than Elden Ring, you guys. Then I no, know you. Put, yes, I put in 38 hours. I did it in 38 hours in Elden Ring. No, you did not. Well, look at my not stats. the first you time, can, though. Not the first time. No, though. not the first time. On Xbox, I did 100 hours. We, I was I doing know. Yes. I'm yes. saying. I'm yes. saying That's my what chances are. I did it in 38 hours. I can show you. Yeah, I know. I was baller. And I was like a level one, almost 60. So I have to say, Chance, I buried under this is a, is a cool character, a, a, a decent story. But I feel like, Chance, some of the stuff that Assassin's Creed does, it does better. And at least it doesn't... It's You can at least skip and pick and choose, you know? I, I don't remember the not skipping cutscenes thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I... Just, I Oh, then you, uh, uh, like you said, it is Assassin's Creed Japan, and that's great. And, and you're absolutely right; it, it really is that. Like you, you, you've got a grapple. You're climbing like assassins. You do stealth stuff. The combat, I feel like the combat is really cool. I like it. it. It's cool little quick parries, slowing down time with bow and arrow. But guys, the the side stuff, it's just too much, and not being able to skip stuff, that's a big negative in my opinion. So, uh. I, I'm actually surprised, Chance. I, as good as I heard Ghost of Tsushima is, I feel like Assassin's Creed does some things better, and I'm shocked to say that. Like, I we we don't give Assassin's Creed enough credit sometimes when it's due. So, Bubble Boy, what have you been playing? I haven't. I, I Cora's been playing Lego Star Wars. This is like the first week I think we've ever done this, and I'm like, I yep, I don't think I have. It's literally been that kind of a week, man. Um, I think I helped Cora play Lego Star Wars a little bit, but oh, well, get better. It's been rough. I know. I'm sorry, but I did um, watch the Batman. Oh. It was fantastic. Oh, well, I know. I need to watch it, Jose. Before you tell us what you've been playing, because I know you wrote a note specifically. Um, oh, another thing. Sorry, Bacon. Bacon's like, oh, it's not a collectathon. This is not a Ubisoft map game, dude. Icons everywhere. Gather, gather, investigate, follow. Sorry. Chipotle Bear, um, you didn't tell us. Did you ever end up beating Weird West? Do I need to play it? Because I wanted to play that. In, oh no! Here we no, go. So, no. Thoughts on? Are you going to finish it? So uh, I am. I am going to try to finish it. I, I. The last time I left the listeners, I had just finished the first story. There's five stories in the game, and I. I, I realized in my first story that I did all the extra side stuff, and I am not like these achievement horrors over here. I do not care about getting the platinum or the thousand out of a thousand and so i am going to start speeding up because i want to get to some other games like that turn up one um but it, it is cool i do recommend a playthrough um it is it is basically a that three-quarter side scroller twin stick shooter like that's that's really what it is but it's a cool story and i like the the fantastical nature of it so i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to finish it okay. the reason i haven't played it is because i left on our trip like literally the last time okay. we I, I left the oh, next yeah, morning right before it. and i have i got back tuesday and it's been working stuff so i haven't been playing but um Let's hear about your adventures. 
So yeah, my the, the I I wasn't going to have anything to talk about with gaming because I haven't been able to play this week because of prom and stuff like that. But as luck would have it, one of my fantastic teachers and friends at Bear Creek, his name is Ross Doty. He's a science teacher. Um, yesterday on Friday, we didn't have kids in the building. We had a school day, but it was like a work day. Um, and uh, he sent out a, a message to our staff saying, hey, if you want to just blow off some steam after a crazy week, I'm going to bring two Oculus Quest 2s into like or meta quest twos, whatever you want to call them to our library if you want to just come play come play and i i was really busy with prom and like i almost didn't go and i was like no i, I really should go like i wanted to just check this thing out. i'm not going to probably spend the 200 400 bucks whatever it is and so i went up and it was pretty dope dude like i again i don't think i'm gonna buy one i'm just not there yet in my life and i i really still do enjoy sitting on my couch and you just can't do that in that world um but i have to give it to them man like once you're once you're in there and you've oriented yourself and stuff it does feel very natural and it's crazy responsive. And I, I basically just did the tutorial, which teaches you how to like pick stuff up and like the way the controller is designed, you can like use just your fingers or you can use your whole hand and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. And then I did one round of Beat Saber, which is like that lightsaber game. I did a Kendrick Lamar song and it was pretty dope. Like, I mean, I was having a good time and, and, and enjoying it. And then I saw the video of me doing it. And I was like, God, I look like a freaking chump. That, <laughs> that's the that's what I was going to ask. Did anybody video you? Do you? Can we Can we see that video? Yeah, I'll send you guys that video. Because he sent it to me. So I could, we were gonna, I'm going to make a tweet for our uh, our social media accounts and stuff at school. But um, it was cool, man. I, I got to give it up to him. I do understand the appeal of what it is. And that Metaverse or MetaQuest just did their like showcase this week. And I watched a couple of those trailers. And like, I got to give it to him. Moss 2 does look dope. I mean, the the... Resident Evil 4 VR version. I would totally check that out if I had an Oculus Quest. And uh, again, I don't think I'm going to buy one anytime soon. But I, I was a pretty significant hater of VR until recently. And, and I got to give it to him. It was pretty dope. You're, so if you're at all interested, it's cool, man. Check it out. You're impressed. That's good to hear. So it completely wireless, correct? Yeah, his was computer. I mean, it was all self-contained when I did it. He had two, like I said, and one of them was connected to like our big projector in the library. So like if I had been doing that when people could have seen what I was doing in the game, which is really cool that they have that feature, but that had to be wired in. I was on the separate one on the side, completely wireless. And um, it was cool, man. It was really cool. So I, I do suggest it. And, and again, shout out to Ross Doty for bringing that into our, our school and letting some of our staff play. It was cool. Shout out to our favorite council, the Meta Oculus 2. Let's move in. Guys, I just we can go over this quickly, and I just wanted to pose this question, and it could just be a quick answer for the good old days. And this was inspired to me. Shout out to Joseph and uh, oh, he had his guest. He had a guest on. It was Dax, I believe his name was Dax from the NXS podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, they were talking about who would be the better, or who is the better adventurer, Lara Croft or Nathan Drake, and why. And I just wanted to pose this question to you guys. Who do you think in real life would be the better adventurer? And I, if you don't mind, I would like to go first if, if you'd like to hear who. Do you know who my who, – who do you think my answer is there, Bubble Boy? I think you're going to pick Drake. Ain't, no. I think Laura Croft would actually be the it's better – It's actually pronounced Laura. La, didn't I say Laura Croft? Better adventurer because I feel like in the reboot – She's a stone cold killer and she scares me and she's she is lethal and she has been through some stuff especially in the reboot and I just feel like she just doesn't give a crap and she's got a lot of skills she's got the hunting skills she's got that Laura Lara sense she's got weapon skills way better climbing skills nunchuck skills I feel like Nate Bow I feel like there's skills. some back there's yes yeah, like, I feel like there's some backstory to her actually 
becoming an adventure. Whereas Nathan, it's like, you just seem like this cool dude who has some jokes and somehow you're a treasure hunter. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I love... You didn't play Uncharted 3 then? I love the... (laughs) Was there really any... Like, you never really see... She was an orphan. That's what you learned. The orphanage. Okay. And you went to prison. (laughs) Knowing how to steal? I'm talking about these other skills. I feel like if Lara was left out on a cold mountain like she has been, she would survive. Nate... I'm sorry. I don't think he's surviving out there in the wild. Bubble Boy, what do you think? I'm going old school Lara Croft, I think. Um, because I love the the backstory that she... Well, actually, she has the same backstory in the reboot, right? Like the British daddy with all the money. Yeah, I don't know. That's impossible choice, man. I, it's that's That's like a real Sophie's choice there. I don't know. That you could pick between the two. Really? They're, you don't think like Laura's just, she's a killer. Oh, I thought you like, were going to pick like Laura hands down. Like, I didn't think it was a question. Well, I know. Me? Yeah. 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 What do you see in Nate? Like, I love Nate Drake, but like, what is he? He seems like a goofball who has some think... athleticism. Like, I don't get. <laughs> that game. So the first Uncharted game was so groundbreaking. Or like, not groundbreaking. Like. It set the stage for so many other games moving forward. I felt like, and yeah, but we're not talking about the game. Was, we're talking like if these people. But it were is the real character. Life. The character. Yeah, the character. Who's the better? Who's going to be the? Who do you want to survive? I, Nathan Drake's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Ugh, gosh, you're disappointing me. You're the Lara Croft fan. Chipotle Bear, what about you? Who do you think would be the better? Oh, the correct answer is in a real Lara. Setting. Hands down. Like, I didn't even have to think about this. And I and I, I have played all the games, too. Like, it's not like I've only played the, the Tomb Raider ones and not Uncharted. She's the original, right? Like, literally going back to what, PlayStation? Like, PS1. Uh, so once she has the history there, I think she has the actual academic prowess. Like, she's actually researched these things. Like, yeah, Drake knows about the treasure. He doesn't know the history. He doesn't know, like, he can't talk to you about civilizations uh, he knows as, a little much, bit. as much he as she can. He knows quite a bit, somehow. Unexplained, but... But, but I, I mean, she Coke also has the better... Like, I love Sully, I do. And I love Nathan, too. I'm not I'm not hating on him. I think the Lara and her butler are a cooler team. Like, I like I like the reboot. Also, like you said, it created the grittier version of Lara. I just think she's the better adventurer. Like, she... She did all of this first, and I, I like that she also is fighting a global, like, anti-corporation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it started from just this, like, I'm trying to beat other people to a treasure to, like, I'm basically fighting the whole Illuminati of, like, the New World Order. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I think she's a better adventurer. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll play both games. Again, it's not like yeah. I'm going to pick one over the other, but I, I think she is the original and hands down and... um I think it was really cool for Eidos. Eidos was the original owner, right, of Tomb Raider, like one no, and two, right? I think it was. I think they made yeah, the Eidos Interactive, right? And I, I get yeah. a good shout out to oh, them. That oh, prior, prior to like. From the way back. Yeah, yeah, like way back, is that they chose a female protagonist. I just think that was Ratman because that just was unprecedented at the time. So I thought that was cool. I got it. I got the tiebreaker is the, all the gymnastics moves she can do in the originals that were like secret moves where you like when you could like do the handstand up. Oh, like, or, the, or like the triple jump stuff. to like get enough height yeah. to reach places and stuff. All yeah. right. Yeah. So, so that is, you know, she's like, yeah, I got to do all this really hard stuff, but I'm going to do it in style. I so, don't know. Yeah. I just feel like in the reboot trilogy, like Lara, 
she's just she's got so many she just seems like she's got so many more skills like i feel like she's doing all kinds of stuff to kill people whereas nate is just running and killing a bunch of people with his gun running around and then i'll give him credit he's a great climber you know and he's also funny i agree with that he's hilarious but no i love uncharted i'm i think i love the uncharted the uncharted franchise is my favorite playstation ip like i i love uncharted but as far as who's going to be the better one, I, I got to give it. I got to give it to Lara. Original Lara, not reboot Lara. Guys, did they just did they discriminate or discriminate? Did they distinguish between the two? Like just no, I think it was. I think it was as a whole. Not original no. Lara, reboot Lara. And did they say Nathan too for some reason? Because they're like PlayStation fanboys. Moving on, you guys. Let's close the show like we always do with the best food we had this week. You know, I've had so much so. Uh, I'll go in the middle here. So, Bubble Boy, have you had any food this week, or should we skip you? Barely. You've been eating ice cubes um, all I day. Had more. I know that's what I've been doing. I'm. I had more Eunice bread, more garlic rosemary Eunice bread. That was amazing. All, all right, right, Bubble Boy, it. giving us uh, some bread is his best food. This week. Jose, I'll go next, guys. As you know, I returned back on Tuesday. Um, and I've continued my epic eating saga, and I got to give a huge shout out to Burrito Express. I was mad when I saw the price was what? What did I say? It was what was it? Seven 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 bucks. Seven bucks. bucks. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Gosh dang, those burritos are Delightful. still amazing and they're incredible. I ate two of them. Amazing. So shout out to, to Burrito Express. Also shout out uh, to Freddy's. My gosh. Uh, bacon, the spicy Freddy sauce, not really worth it. Um, actually, yeah, Freddy's was the best food I had this week. I was blown away. All right. But also, it, uh, here's where I – Snelling, I'll give you a little credit. in and out definitely more affordable. But, man, that burger from Freddy's is – you got to go with the California-style one, you guys. That is the winner of all the th- – I bought all three. The standard, nah. The bacon one, good, but – when I was eating that California style, delicious, paired with the Freddy sauce and Hold on. Freddy's not five guys? I thought you were talking about five No, I'm talking guys. about Freddy's. Freddy's, gotcha. Freddy's. Okay. Yes, with the Freddy's fry sauce. Also, shout out, I got the Chicago style hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, too. They have hot dogs. Like, it's incredible. But again, the price, you guys, you're going there. It is kind of premium, kind of like a five guys almost. So that was my only thing. And also shout out, took my dad out yesterday to Mount Fuji. I told you guys that, got my standard sushi. He loved it. So shout out again. And also had a Costco pizza tonight, Jose. So shout out to the Costco $10 pizza. To a, tell the fans, what was your total at Freddy's? They want to know, what was your total bill Ooh, at Freddy's? This, okay, so guys, this was for two people I got. Three burgers, hot dog. Did I get anything else, or was that it? Six sauces. Curds. Oh yeah, curds, right? it was a yeah. there was a cheese. So yeah, my dad's. Oh yeah, that's what I got. My dad a the he wanted the Alaskan cod fish and chips meal. So I did. The, Don't put him down for that. Like come no, on. I, I was, get, you got everything on the menu. True. You might as well. Oh, uh, true. We did get a variety. You're right. So he wanted the fish, and we got curds, and he got a pop. So. Guys, by the way, $41 Ooh, Lucky. For, for that amount of food. Lucky. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, but worth it. I'm not going to lie. It was incredible. So, Jose, tell us what the best food you had. So, as I, as I already alluded to a couple times this episode, we just got back from Disney World in Florida, um, and it was absolutely, truly magical. Uh, really, as a, as a father and as a, I'm a Disney fan, like, I'm not going to shy away from it by any means. Like, I genuinely have a good time, and... I just have learned when we go to those things, like it's going to be expensive. And once you can get past that, like it's a lot more enjoyable and just 
it, it is truly as a parent, it's pretty magical to see like the joy and like genuine like emotions that you see your kids have when they're there, which is great. But one of my favorite parts and my wife's favorite parts about Disney is the food. Um, so a couple of things I'm just going to briefly break down each day very quickly. I'm trying to get this done in like three minutes. So day one, we were in Epcot. Um, and the best thing I had there was in China and it was the honey chicken. It is, it was delightful. If you ever go, we were able to get, walk right in and get a table. Honey chicken in China was fantastic, but I want to definitely give it the poutine. I I mean, I like the poutine, but I got a, a stir fry version that like, it was like a special of the weekend. It was fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite, but my honorable mention goes to Paris. Um, they had a, they have a really awesome treats restaurant. That's like tucked in the back where you can get like macaroons and creme brulee and stuff like that. And they had this like focaccia cheese flatbread. that was absolutely to die for. Like it was fantastic. So that was, that was my honorable mention day one, day two, we went to magic kingdom. Uh, best thing I ate was in the Pinocchio's land. And part of it was because like, honestly, when I say like Pinocchio's land, everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like no one wants to eat there because it's Pinocchio's land. So we could get a table right away. Our food was ready right away. Um, and it was like an all meat pizza. It came with a garlic breadstick and a treat and a drink. It was like a great combo. Highly recommended it. And then my honorable mention was a funnel cake that we had right outside the Haunted Mansion while we watched a parade. God love the classic funnel cake. My kids loved it. They had never had one. Uh, day three, we went to Animal Kingdom. Best thing, hands down, people go to the Yak and Yeti restaurant. It's in the far back. It's between Asia and Africa. And uh, I had a Kobe burger, which was delicious. I definitely recommend that. But the best thing I had there was their dessert. It was a cheesecake wonton set that had like a sauce over the top of it and fresh strawberries and pineapple. Oh my Lord. I would get that. I'd get that as a meal. I'd buy two of them. I don't care. Judge me. I don't know these people. <laughs> um, and then honorable mention and shout out to my wonderful wife. We went to rainforest cafe for lunch and she, she I was like, I don't know what to get. Cause it's like standard, like restaurant fare. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, I kind of think we should split the sampler platter. And I was like, as the meal? And so that's what we did, man. Like yes. Southwestern egg rolls, mozzarella sticks, artichoke dip. Like it was rad, dude. So shout out to that. And then uh, day four, we were supposed to go to Hollywood Studios, which is like where Star Wars land and stuff is at. We actually went back to Magic Kingdom. Um, and and it's not because we didn't want to go do Star Wars. It is That's really cool stuff. It really is. But it's because it was Easter Sunday. And we were like, let's. I, my kids really wanted to go back to Magic Kingdom. We didn't do all the rides the first time because I will tell you something. I thought going at the end of April was going to be like kind of light crowds, like it's between the spring break and summer crowds. Chipotle Bear was wrong, like dead wrong. It was insanely crowded and and crazy long lines. And they don't do the fast pass stuff anymore. They do this whole Genie Plus thing. It's a whole other thing now. It was crazy busy. So anyway, we went back there. Um, and the uh, honorable mention that day at the Friars Nook got a tots and a hot dog. It was just a good old quick lunch in the middle of the park. And my number one thing was actually not in the park. At the end of the day, it's the end of our trip. We go back to the hotel and I got the clearance from the wife to just buy a whole pepperoni pizza for Chipotle Bear and the kids. And I knew that meant they were going to eat one slice together and I could eat the rest by myself. Yeah. Uh, so that was the best thing that I had there. Shout out to All Star Resort for having that pizza. Because here's the kicker. So a slice of pizza for the for math people out there was $9, one slice. And to be fair, it's a quarter of a pizza, right? A whole pizza was $18. So literally, by the time you buy a second slice, just buy the whole pizza. So we just bought the whole pizza. Anyway, highly recommend it. It was a great week of eating. And then the best last news here, um, 
I have this cup and it's it's upstairs. I should have grabbed it. It's my refillable cup from Disneyland. I, I bought it the last time we went. It's a Star Wars cup. It's insulated. I love that thing. 19 refills, people. Guess how much it cost me. All right. All right. Uh, 12 bucks? Zero dollars. Right? Like the first day I walked up to the lady and I said, hey, can I get this reactivated? I'll pay for it, whatever it is. And she's like, oh, sure. And she's like, there you go. And I was like, oh, I don't have to pay. She's like, no, it's with your reservation. So all day at the resort, anytime we were there, I was going to get refills all day. In the parks, it doesn't work because that's a different system. But 19 refills. I saved $76 just on refills, which I will happily accept. So it's been a, it was a good trip, guys. It's glad to be back, though. Shout out to Chipotle Bear and the cup to rule all cups gentlemen this has been xbox record this episode 51 we got another big episode coming up next week my name is daddy diwali you can find me at daddy diwali across all social media thank you so much for listening to our show you can follow the show at xbox record this on all social media chipotle bear where can people find you you can find me on uh, Twitter, Chipotle underscore bear. And I actually just fixed my account this week. I didn't realize that Dan couldn't see when I would shout out the show on there. So I fixed that. So hopefully I have a lot more uh, interactions, which is great. And then uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Chipotle bear. You can be like our two newest fans, Michael Berquist and C Fowney, and join that ever growing crowd of XRT super fans. That's where you can find me. And Bubble Boy, where can people find you? I don't know. All right. Thank you to all our new listeners. All the shout outs, please write in. Bacon, Bizzle, Founty. I expect some write ins. And as always, XRT fans, see you online. See you online. See you online. Dale was telling me that he's really into Kung Fu, and I was telling him that you're really into Kung Fu as well. I have a green belt. Read it and weep. I don't believe in belts. There should be no ranking system for toughness. But one time I wrestled a giraffe to the ground with my bare hands. It's not true, Dale. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Xbox Record This is a podcast created by Daniel Walensic. You can follow him at Daddy Diwali on all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore bear on Twitter. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel, and you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This on all social media. If you'd like to find out more about the show, visit XboxRecordThis.com.